Oh, I know what the ladies like. Welcome to Jack and Geek. I'm Crip. And I'm the Crip Keeper. And today we're talking about Halo. Uh, this is our first oh. <laughs> This is our first gaming <laughs> podcast. So this is Jack and Geek Gaming. We're probably no. gonna start making this a thing. Okay. This is gonna be a Could thing. We just called it Jack and Gaming. Jack and Gaming. So uh, tonight we're talking about Halo. We have uh, with us, or as normal, Puffy, but she's not gonna say much. Hi. Uh, we got Shadow. The game. And what do you want to be called? Just X One, I guess. X One. Okay, we'll Let's go with X One. Okay. Um, today, the last two days, we played uh, Halo Two and Halo Three. Um, previously, I played Halo Reach and Halo 1, and I played Halo 4 when it came out. So he's basically, other than ODST, played the Bungie run. Yeah. You should play ODST. It's pretty it's good. so good. It's pretty good. It enlightens so much of the story. I, we will. We will. We but just first, wanted to get the essentials. But first, let's take a shot. Is that that spice rum? Ooh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's good. It's spice rum. I'm not Ooh. doing jack. I like what that. about that aftertaste? Yeah. That aftertaste, though. It's actually really that good. That aftertaste, though. <laughs> when it got really that good. twang to it. I like that. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I could shoot this. You could shoot it? I could shoot that. Okay. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, tonight, we're doing specialty drinks again. Um, we're doing the Master Chief. Fuck yeah. So, let's try the Master Chief. First off, X1 and Shadow are underage, so they are not drinking. Yeah, but it smells like black licorice. So. Yeah, it's got a yeah. little bit of Jaeger in okay, it. Okay, so let's try it out. Oh, that's that's oh, the Jaeger. That's the Jaeger. Hey. Oh, but it gets better. Hey, here's the thing. Mix it. You lose the Jaeger. It, it got better. Like, after I was like, okay, Kool-Aid. Ooh, melon. Hello. Yeah. Stir yeah. it around and mix it up. And and because you lose the Jaeger completely. That first part, that first part, <laughs> sucks real bad. I know those wine glasses we were talking about on our was it Disney or Pixar one that we got for specialty for the uh, Ursled thing. Yeah, we're using those again, and we yeah. feel fancy again, guys. Yeah, we feel fancy. We feel fancy. I like fancy. how I, even though I've mixed it, they're still green. Just do you want me to completely mix it for you? No, I'm just saying. Look, I think it's cool that green's just vibing <laughs> underneath there. Okay, you accent. say mix it like yours wasn't already all Why red. Mix? Uh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's so <laughs> too much Jaeger. <laughs> I can't even taste mine anymore. Ugh. Ugh. Anywho. Anywho. Still gonna drink it because yeah. I want to get a little messed up. Tastes okay. like a Jolly Rancher. Tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah. It, like to I me, said, it just tastes once like it gets past, I think mine has a little bit more Jaeger in it. But once I get past that, it's great. No. Do you See, want more I of the uh, no tropical No, I don't need the any more sugar. The smell from where yeah. I'm sitting is just way too overpowered by too the Too overpowered? Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't smell anything else. It's like, a it, it, it smells like just a candy shop wait. in here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Halo. We got Halo Reach. Halo 1, 2, 3. Halo 4 and 5. For going by and the timeline. Give me, give me the timeline. Basically, we start with Reach, and they're just kind of vibing, going against the insurrection, because there are people that are fighting against the government, because the shadow government, honey, and the Spartans are currently fighting them. All of a sudden, the Covenant there. is found to be on the planet already, 
and they start investigating, but by the time they start investigating that, it's kind of too late, and then a whole fucking fleet shows up. Um, in the game, you go on a stealth mission with one of the characters, I believe it's June. Is his name? I don't remember all the names, I'm sorry, I'm a fake fan. The sniper uh, guy? <laughs> June. I believe that's yeah. June. Uh, and you guys trying to find out where they're coming from, because you think, oh, it's maybe just like a crash ship, and they're just trying to make sure they're safe and all that. And you get there, and you take a look through these binoculars, you see this entire invasion force. Like, this isn't no small militia. This is, like, almost an entire army. The the fleet just got bigger and bigger as Reach progressed. Now, most people know Halo from Master Chief. Yeah. But Master Chief is not... In this game? No. He's the, doing the, other things. He's more involved in the books than he the is in the game. The cutscene that you secretly see of him is not canonical. Canonically, you just see the side. The yes. moving of the camera and seeing him is an yeah. Easter egg. He is not canonically in the game at all. Okay. But I do... I haven't read the Halo Reach books, but I do know that it talks about how he's doing uh, some... Like, not as important things as Noble Team is, but still doing that. Him and things. Blue Team are very heavy in the Reach stories in the books. Yeah. Because they were doing quite a bit there before the Covenant showed up. When the Covenant showed up, uh, Master Chief was getting orders to just get uh, the Pillar of Autumn. And that was the main mission. Pillar of Autumn is a, a ship. They have weird names for their ships. Yes. Uh, uh, it's kind of like how we have weird names for our ships. Pillar like of Queen Autumn. Anne's Revenge. And all in Amberclad. Yes. Uh... Uh, forward on to dawn. There's all kinds of weird. All ship the names. ships are generally named off of like uh, what their purpose was and when they were made. Mm-hmm. Okay, so spoiler alert for Reach. They don't make it. Nobody makes it out alive. Allegedly. Allegedly. People are starting to think that Noble Six got in a cave and did a little hidey boy. No. How would he hide through all that glass? I don't fucking know. But there's a new book that they're going back to Reach, and people are like. I know. They're going to find Noble Six in the All fucking right, so I know there's a new book. Again, more spoilers. If you have not played Reach, go play it. Great game. Uh, at the very end of the game, the ending cutscene shows Reach with fauna, people coming back yep. to the planet. So it does show that after a glassing, a planet can come back. Mm-hmm. Yes. And but it was years and yeah. years later. Yeah, but how many years? 15, 20 years? 40-something. No. No, 40 years? It's quite a bit. 40 years? Because what... What people think Halo Infinite's going to be about is going back to Reach, because that's during the time span. That, that book that is bridging the gap between Five and Infinite is them going back to Reach. Yeah. There's something on Reach that they got to get. That they got to get, and the Covenant's still there um, doing shit. The whole point of the Covenant attacking Reach was there was a artifact there that they wanted to mm-hmm. get. They ended up not getting it, I believe, because the Forerunner tech that was underground. Yeah, I yeah. believe uh, Noble Six stops them, and then they completely glass the planet. Okay, who's the Covenant? The Covenant are the main antagonists of the super alien uh, religious boys. Basically, <laughs> these people named the Prophets go and either uh, recruit these people who who are willing to join it, or like the case of the Grunts, they invade their home planet and completely. Like, almost annihilate their species. Um, what are the ones that uh, Aubrey is? Uh, He's an elite. What is their uh, species name? Sang- the uh, Sangheili. Okay. But they're called the elites. But that's what happened to their planet. The uh, Covenant came in 
and just beat them down. The prophets just kept coming down, coming down, fucking their shit up until they yielded. So these people are beat, they're browbeaten into yes. believing this. That, Although they, the Sangheili were one of the first ones to be broken, uh, and they were used to break the other ones. A little funny thing about Halo, you know the grunts? Yeah. They're known as the weakest character. I mean, yes. They're literally the weakest things in all of Halo. They almost beat the entirety of the Covenant really? army. Really? Yes. The first yes. time the Covenant showed up, the grunts beat them so bad that they had to retreat for like Oh, damn. It took the Arbiter. Like cool. It took the Arbiter and his fleet to completely annihilate their home world to make them yield. Damn. Yeah, it was insane. The Arbiters not only tamed the Hunters to where they could be used... They uh, kept the uh, grunt uprising from happening. Damn. Yeah, they're insane. Like I said, the Sangheili were the ones that were first bent for the prophets and then were used as weapons to bend everyone else. Okay, back to Reach. Um, when you get to the end of Reach, it's a, how long can you last? Um, I love finding glitches and just hang, yeah. hanging out and just in, like I made it, boys. <laughs> in the first building, you can enter in that mission. Mm -hmm. There's a, a stack of three boxes. If you get behind those boxes, you're immortal. They, they literally will not even look you. for you. And like, uh, weren't you saying earlier that somebody did 24 hours? Mm -hmm. There, there have been multiple YouTube channels that have gone and done a 24-hour challenge of it. And they don't sit there and they'll wait 40, like 24 hours. They'll find glitches where like enemies won't attack you or where they can't get you. Or in some rare cases, they will actually survive full on 24 hours. This is a slightly off topic because it's not about the campaigns. But I just watched a video recently where people were doing uh, firefight maps. And can they survive 24 hours on specific firefight maps? And I believe they did Reach and ODST, and I believe it was like three or four maps you can't do it on. Yeah, there was some that were just absolutely no way yeah. you could do it, and then there were some where you could glitch through and get it done. Also, if you don't know what Firefight is, Firefight is essentially Halo's zombies-esque mode from yeah. like Call of Duty. It's just a horde mode, is uh, what they would call it. It's not... It's not like zombies in the case of where it gets more difficult as it progresses. It's kind of just... The enemies don't get tankier. They stay the same health, but there's more. And the far, the more waves you survive, there's mass amounts more. Where yeah. They'll just start throwing in brutes, and they'll start throwing in a ton of grunts. It doesn't change per se. It's just uh, more difficult because of the mass amounts they're throwing at you. Okay. What's a brute? Brute's a big AP boy <laughs> that's got hammers sometimes. They're insane. Like, some of them are so difficult to kill. Like, uh, what's the one with the gravity hammers now? I don't remember. The Chieftain? Name. They're so annoying. In Halo the 3, Chieftain. the first time you meet one, they're not hard once you know what to do, but like. I hate when you, you start shooting a Chieftain and they then you see the shield aura around him and it's just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta um, run around. <laughs> I. Don't believe that they're in reach. They are in reach, but at the very, very end, very shortly. No, uh, it's after they've already reach. been invaded. Remember when you're running through the city? There's some brutes here and there. Oh well, I didn't recall seeing those. Um, I played ninety percent of the Halo. So far, Halo Reach has been the best one. Halo Reach uh, is really story good. Story-wise and playability. Mm -hmm. um, just bringing in the fact that you can run makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Halo Reach? That you I loved Halo Reach. Halo Reach was so much fun. 
the fact that you could sprint, you could just do a bunch of fun stuff. The fact that you're not chief, you're your own guy. Yeah. The fact that you you're the hero. Like there are some character. problems I do have with Reach. Like, uh, some of the different uh, plot holes don't add up at the very end. Like, um, everyone talks about how Noble Six had a chance to survive. One, you see him get stabbed. Yeah. By I've, an energy sword. I've seen Chief get fucking falling out of space. Yeah, but Master <laughs> Chief has a state-of-the-art armor that was built for a situation like that. Yeah, plot, Noble Six bro, was kind of just like a militia. Noble Six could have plot armor. Um, Tori the, on the uh, hand job. The, sure other thing, the other thing about um, Noble Six surviving the glassing, we just watched in Halo 3, Chief outrun the glassing. Or Halo 2. Halo 2. He did outrun the glassing. So. Yeah, but he was he on a... The problem with that is Chief was genetically modified. That is true. To do things like that. He was that. more modified than those. Yeah, but Noble Six. I think he was part of the Spartan Three program. If it was, uh, he had a Mark Four armor, so he probably. Because no, because the Mark Four armor, yeah, but uh, Spartan Fours are the ones from Four on, the ones that were just willing but, and yeah. weren't. Kidnapped. But the fact that all he did was run like a normal person. And outrun glassing. Run like a normal person. My <laughs> wife can't run. <laughs> I'm just saying. He Why can't. do you guys call me out every time? Bro? I'm just saying he's not like a uh, marathon sprint. He's faster, bro. And but Noble Six could outrun it. No, dude, Noble's, bro. The problem Noble with Six. saying that Noble Six could outrun the glassing is you have to remember the backgrounds of Noble Six. He came from Oni. Oni did. They slightly genetically modified your people. They what? genetically modified the Spartan 1s, the Spartan 2s, the Spartan 3s, and the Spartan 4s. But there was just the way they did it. Spartan 1s are Sergeant Johnson. Yeah. He he is one of the Spartan 1 program. But Noble 6 was not Slightly a genetically modified. Spartan 2s, which is like the Noble team, genetically modified, but not as well as Spartan 3s that was cheap. Yeah. And Spartan 4 would be someone like uh, Spartan Locke. Which is Spartan slightly was not slightly as, more than Master Chief. No, no slightly, slightly less. 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 He would less. be less. The way they did it was, is for Spartan ones, they were just trying to make super soldiers. Yeah. A lot of them died. Some of them survived with slight modification. Spartan twos, they were taking children and genetically modifying them slightly, and then they would have regenerative properties because they were children and they're still growing. They took that knowledge into the Spartan 3 program, pumped so much shit into them while they were kids, and since they had their regenerative property of being a child, they would survive the process and not die. So they had to basically downgrade the Spartan program for adults that were willing. Yeah. Okay. And also, uh, another thing was, I believe it was just in case like a soldier went AWOL, they could take him down easier. Yeah. Because taking down someone like Chief <laughs> requires a whole lot more than... Requires an entire team. The thing with uh, Fireteam Osiris in uh, Halo 5, which is the team going after, after Chief, Chief. The Oni team, basically. Yeah. Uh, you have very capable soldiers like uh, Buck, who was an ODST for like, what, 15 or something okay. years? Okay. What's an ODST? An ODST is a different ranking in the UNSC. They're not exactly Spartans, but they're the next best thing. Dropper if you can't boys. call in a Spartan, you call in an ODST and he will almost get the job. Funny enough, like a Spartan. the name Halo from the game, ODSTs are basically the Halo jumpers, Halo jumpers. of the series. Yeah. They're just dropped into a situation. 
the usually the Spartans kind of are running into it. ODSTs, you drop them in the middle of the damn fight. It's just like, here's the target, go, drop. But they're also, I don't believe they're genetically modified much. I believe they yeah. get, like, simple They're things. like Spartan 1 kind of genetic stuff. Um, uh, slight modification. But they have better armor, probably. No. No. They, they have, have better armor? They have better The only armor they would have better is a head, uh, well, a helmet, because uh, the kind of situation they were usually Pressure dropped in was whenever, you know... They would need to be able to withstand someone shooting at their head. Chief, when he gets shot at, just kind of walks it off. Yeah. One of the uh, ODSTs in the game got shot, got the wound, and they had to foam him to basically keep pressure on it and close up the armor. So he still got injured. Chief, he'd have just walked off getting shot. Okay. Well, um, we we don't say that with Halo Reach, none of them make it. Halo 1. No, there's talk that one of them also makes it that June makes Technically it. we didn't see June die. Because June... Technically? There's... The books don't talk about where June goes, I do believe. I've, again, I've never read But he them. was taking a transport with someone else when that happened. And he So he could have gotten off-world because could most have. of the times, whenever you were of high importance, that you would ride a pelican to where you need to go. Bro, I kind of want to see a Noble Six just come out of a cave with a beard, even if it's a female model. Just bearded female. Okay, so it's been thirty years. <laughs> Halo One, the original Halo. It's Halo Combat Evolved. Yep. Basically, it's right after Reach. The Pillar of Autumn is escaping the Covenant fleet, and they run into a Halo. They don't know what the so fuck it is. So Halo is right. basically an accident. Yeah. No. All right. One more thing about Reach. Whatever you want, that George. My boy. <laughs> George is the best character. Papa Jorge. Now, one of the things I love about Reach is in every other Halo, all the Spartans are emotionless bitches. Master Chief, as much of a badass as he is, when it comes to emotional attachments, he's a bitch. The only one he has is a blue hologram boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fake woman. I understand Cortana has real emotions, real thoughts. Okay, speaking of Cortana. She is in Reach. What is Cortana? Cortana's an, an advanced... Uh, Intel artificial AI. She is an AI with forerunner tech. She She's is smarter than made, your average AI. Made by Dr. Halsey, made to live longer than your average AI, and she's the reason why everything in Halo 3 Beyond happens. She's literally the closest that an AI can get to being a human. Well, I made the joke before that this is Cortana's story. Essentially. That this is... She's Cortana's, been in more of the Halo games than Chief. It's Cortana's story... With Chief being the main... Chief is the interactable character. Yes. Um, it's more or less Cortana's story, but... You know those movies where it's it makes you question who's really the yes. bad guy? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but you're viewing it from the person of what everyone presumes to be the good guy. You're... It's a story where you think you're the main character, but you start to slowly realize you're the side guy. Shit. <laughs> Okay, so with Halo Reach, the main thing they were doing was getting Cortana off of Reach. No, that wasn't even... Towards the end, that was... Towards the end, of towards it, was the end it was, because Cortana was also... Her whole thing was that she knew everything about the UNSC, everything about the Covenant that they had known, everything about the Forerunner that the UNSC... She knows way too damn much. Too damn much. Is what I'm saying. And okay, Halo Reach gets fucked, they take off, they find Halo in Halo 1. And By accident. And then uh, you see your boy George. 
they have a bomb on one of the ships to stop it. He stays back because the bomb's remote detonation broke, and watching him um, die almost made me cry first really? time I saw it. I felt so bad. You get you get kind of attached. See, like for me, Master Chief is just a he's just a badass. If he dies, he dies. He's literally Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Yeah, Does he really give a shit if he dies. Right. I, How many times no. are you gonna mention Die Hard this week? Just uh, because you're watching Brooklyn Nine Nine no, and they no, bring no, up Die Hard, not because of that. Just you brought up Die Hard was like, literally on and WB, and we got HBO Max, not sponsored. Die Hard was literally just on there. Um, Die Hard was on HBO. Um, one of the been bringing it up lately. It's a good movie. One of the big things about some of the characters in Reach, and he also kind of ties in with Mass Chief. Mass Chief is just your stone cold badass. There's a character in there named Emil, and everyone loves him. There are very few people I've ever met that He's hate so him. big that he literally got put into Gears. He's... Him and Cat got put into Gears. I've he seen a lot dies of at the very end of Reach. He's there with you fighting in the very last mission. He's the last... If you consider everyone else's death, including June, if you say he dies, he was the last Spartan to die. He's really into Blades and gets stabbed. Um, Ironic. Going to cons... I'll tell you, I've seen more of him being cosplay, cosplayed than Master Chief. I've seen a lot of like people cosplaying as the, well, at least with the armor that Cat uses, like a lot. The problem with Cat is she doesn't get much of a character, and that's my problem. Is she's she's seen as Carter's uh, romantic uh, interest, but then halfway through the game, he stops like interacting with her like that. I, I didn't see it as much a, uh, romantic as much as they were like close because they were raised together. Because Noble Team was basically raised together like Blue Team. Yeah. And I just see it as a you know I'm right and you need to listen to me kind of thing. But like see, I saw it as more of a big brother yeah, like, kind of thing. more than a We really shouldn't do this. Yeah. But you know I'm right. Okay then you do it. Yeah. Nah you need to tell him. Uh <laughs> But no, my biggest problem with Cat is that getting a character that basically her main importance is hacking things, it's kind of hard to get an emotional attachment when she's always just typing away. It's not really... Carter, I never really got that much of... Like, the problem is, is he was so serious through the whole thing and kept that facade, but also it really hurt when he let go of that facade after getting shot. And then he... Uh, that that was the thing that hurt was. the most, is that he really got humanized but too late. That's what hurt. That tends to happen but in movies a I lot. I feel like that was the best play for his yeah. character, though, because watching a man who tries to keep control and then watching that be torn to pieces off of one thing is one of the most heartbreaking things you can ever see. Yeah. And Carter is the prime example because he's a Spartan. You can't die as a Spartan. You can't show emotion as a Spartan. You need to take what like, what you need to do and do it. He got shot and realized, hey, I can die. That's why George yeah. was the best because he refused to go with that stereotype. That's why uh, whenever Halsey was in the cage... And you see Carter acting all big and bad, and all you see is George and Backer go, "Hi, mom." <laughs> that was so fucking funny. I thought that was amazing. And, 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 and she just stops acknowledging everyone. She's like, "I see you've made changes to your armor, George." And he was like, 
Like a few, I guess. And they just have like a, a mother-son conversation in the middle of a catastrophe. George was the prime example of what it means to be human in a bad time. I love how we went to go to Halo 1 and ended up <laughs> back, went back to Halo 1. Because Reach has so much you can talk about. There is a lot you can talk about. And like I said, it's better gameplay. Yes, it's years later. It's 10 years later. Literally 10 years. Out. So, of course, it's going to play better. Yeah, I think actually 9. <clears throat> I mean, it came out in 2010. It's about 2011. Because oh, uh, 3 came out in 2010. It's the same thing as you watch the newer Kelvin Universe Star Trek, and their tech is better than Next Generation. Their but stories are, more, their stories are more fleshed out because Star Trek at, in the 60s was made for a short, real quick serial type show. Yeah. Like, it was like quick adventure, not a full-fleshed-out film. It's just one of those where everything beforehand is better yeah. than after. And that's why well, what I do is when I play Halo 1, I put myself back when I played it in the first 2001. Now, the problem I was like, with saying that the tech in Halo 1 would be worse than Halo Reach is the fact that the story literally aligns so well that you can say, well, that's all they had. Yeah. Because Reach was the UNSC planet. Fuck Earth. Earth was your utopia type planet. You go there, yeah. you live life. Reach was the, this is our domain. And plus, when you think this. about it, in Halo 1, like I said, you're running from what happened in Reach. Basically, you just got you, your ass with And your ship's fucking up. And you have to land on this Halo that yeah. you don't know anything you got about. Your, you got your ass with so it's not that the you're tech, landing somewhere. It's not that the tech was shitty. It's that... You the literally were in a crash landing, and you landed on a Forerunner weapon. Okay, so the Halo 1 story starting out was perfect yeah. for how they made Reach. Yes. Yes. Which is fucked up, because this game came out almost 10 years before, and it's, you're leaving a battlefield after getting your ass whipped, and that's the start of the game. Yeah. And I think those kind of things... That's I mean, you start way. a game like that, yeah, that's crazy. Thing, all the things I grew up with were like that. Star Wars was like that. Indiana Jones was like that. They were always ending something Fuck and Harrison starting Ford. into another. Because that's how serials were yeah. way back in the day. Is It was always the end of the last adventure going into the new adventure. Yeah. And that feeling is just comfortable for a lot of people. I just like the fact, like I said, that it's a... They happened to find a halo by accident, yeah. and that's the main thing. Well, from it's the not by accident. Well, they didn't know where they were going. They, 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 they were, were jumping to the next accident. planet. They knew the the ring was there. No, they didn't. When they got there, they said, "What is this?" Yeah, they had no idea. What they was knew there. that they didn't know what exactly it was. But they, they knew, knew it was of, there. They knew of Halo because it was a religious thing for the Covenant, but they didn't know what it was, what it looked like, where it would be. They were just jumping to the next planet system because that's as close as they could and get away. Basically, a halo is a most of a planet. A it, halo, I, I mean, it's like its own little A planet. halo ring is um, it's kind of an evil machination of like pure destruction. All it's built for. It, it was it's built a big to evil. stop something. You, you ever it's seen Pac-Man? It's Pac-Man for planets. But if you go on, them. if you go on the inside of it, it's kind of like being in some kind of biodome. Yeah, essentially, it is. where it is, you have all the different sections of what would be a planet. Because what they set it up as is they would wipe these things, and then it would keep the data of what it wiped, and like start them back up on the halo, and then when it would redo the universe, it would put them back. Like the humans were on Earth. Before 
and got wiped. Okay. But they put Which, them back. Also, that leads us into the plot of Halo 3. Yeah. But we're going to have to talk about 2 first. Yeah. Um, with the Halo 1, basically, you're uh, on the Halo. You're fighting to stop the Covenant from enacting the the Halo. It's firing And the whole reason of doing it originally is for their great journey. And then as you're going along, shit gets weird. The Um, flood happens. For them, their great journey is death. It's kind of like being part of a cult and you're going to kill yourself. Let's do the Kool-Aid. Yeah, let's do the Kool-Aid and go on a great journey. What the Covenant's great journey was was to get the Forerunners to acknowledge them. That was their whole goal was to get the Forerunners. But they want to die to do it. No, it wasn't that they but, all wanted to die. But they know that they, know they that don't know, but the hierarch The hierarchs that's know that they're going to die and still think that there's something after that yes, death. None of their followers know that it's going to they kill They know that them. there is a great beyond, but the prophets know that the great beyond is death. They think that there's something after death. So uh, they're manipulating people into thinking that there's just something after this yes. destruction. No, the prophets weren't going to kill themselves because, one, they were too coward. To yes, but it. that was the point of the whole Halo. If they had activated everybody. the Halos, they, they were going to die, everybody. period. The Halos didn't work like that. You could save yourself by being on the Halo ring. If you were on the Halo ring and Bro, it fired, he, it wouldn't kill you. They activated yeah, not they, being on them, though. But they wanted, to, in the first game, they wanted to activate it with, uh, no, with none of them on it. They were, they were going act, to activate the and Halo. some of the Covenant on there. They were all throughout the rest of the... Uh, the Prophets uh, were not on Halo. Um, but... But also, we don't know how far away they were. Like, actually, how far away they, they didn't. Were. They didn't bring High Charity there. They may have been far enough away to not have... They, they only brought High Charity Halo. there after that Halo was exploded. But while you're on the Halo ring in Halo 1, you encounter a new kind of creature that was almost undocumented. One that the at least the UNSC really didn't. The know one about. I hate. Yeah, the flood. The I one hate that the, the flood. one. Hey, you want to know something cool? What? Uh, do you want to know where they get the sounds for the flood? Uh, one of the developers had a pug that would snort and stuff a lot, of, <laughs> and do all that kind of shit. And they just recorded the pug, and then <laughs> uh, it would go, <laughs> and they were like, "This is the flood's attack sound." <laughs> the flood are basically a biological creature. I mean, all creatures are biological unless they're robotic. Uh, and they kind of infest themselves into, like, a social area. And the spores would... It, it, was, it wasn't something that would happen super fast. They're essentially eating. fast. They're, they're essentially constantly hungry, and they're eating. They're zombies. It's like, yeah, I think it's like a zombie infestation. It kills you and then takes over your body. It's hard to call it a zombie, though, because it... It's more like a parasite, not a zombie. It is a parasite, but I'm saying it attacks you, kills you. The zombie is the zombie is just doing it because there's a the sensation of hunger. Hunger. But they're also they have a hunger for knowledge, and all of that knowledge goes to the grave mind every time a flood eats something. So it's more like the Borg. It's essentially the Borg. Yeah, they assimilate people. Yes, and they and everything that someone turns into the flood. All their previous knowledge goes into the grave mind. Literally the board. So it's basically the board. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Uh, but he's going through... I know you don't know anything about the I board. know what the board is oh, okay. I've seen. Uh, but he goes mm-hmm. and further and further into the Halo, basically discovering Forerunner tech, 
discovering the flood. There's not really a ton of story. A lot of the first game is running through okay. always. Who's the forerunners? The, the forerunners are the people that's created the Halos. They are the people bef- in the before times uh, that uh, basically they were the ones that eradicated everything from the past and restarted everything. They're the people that the uh, Covenant worship and want their acceptance and their attention. Um, but And they'll show up later. They'll show up later, but at this time they are believed to just be eradicated. And with the Forerunner, you also... The Forerunner at in the time of Reach 1, 2, and 3 are said to be extinct. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cortana has knowledge of the Forerunner. She knows quite a lot about him, but she doesn't start disclosing it until 4. But up until then, she knows quite a lot because she is infused with all of their knowledge, the knowledge they could access. But yeah. she knows of the knowledge of the past. She doesn't really look... thing is, when you have that much knowledge as an AI, you don't know what you know. Like There's you, just too much. You just... When something needs to be accessed, you access it. That's just how a computer works. Yeah. With a person, you can be like, oh, I remember this, but that's just not how a computer works. Till you open the file, they well, don't care. With an AI, that's different, though. With an AI, it's actual intelligence. Yes, with but, well, but until she runs into something that. that she needs to know about, she's not going to use that knowledge because it's a waste of space and can compromise her own mind. Okay, what else do we need to know about Halo 1 to move into... Well, with Captain Keys is found towards the end to be a miniature grave mind. That's where all the knowledge is going. And the Flood are trying to get knowledge on the UNSC and Earth so that they can infest Earth. And Captain Keys is resisting as best he can. And so Chief basically ends his life and gets the information to get the key for the Halo. And he's going to basically activate the halo, not knowing what's going to happen. Not knowing. And he goes down there, goes to put the key in, and Cortana's like, you need to not fucking do that. That's going to kill everything. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's not do that. Do we know how far the reach of a halo is? Pretty far. Like the entire radii of that area of the galaxy. I know, that's what I'm saying. Do we know the exact... Uh, or how not much? the exact number, Whatever but they you, have sectors. Would that halo right there have destroyed Earth? Yes. Yeah. They were that close to Earth. Reach yeah. and Earth are not that far. The whole there. thing with the halo rings is whenever... In uh, Halo 3, whenever you're on the halo ring and you're trying to destroy it, you see how it pulled up a galaxy? Yeah. That's its span. It can destroy Basically, everything. think of the halos as Green Lanterns. They all get their own sector. Okay, so it's going to take, take out, out a whole sector. galaxy. You take out a whole galaxy yeah. per halo ring. But the yeah. whole thing with that is there was four halo rings or something like that no, for that like, area. Has to be say because like the in total because there's uh, in the new one that's coming out, Halo Infinite. They're going to Zeta Halo. So what halo are we on on Halo One? Halo One, I cannot. I don't know the names of Halos. I just remember that it's Installation 04. I can look it up while we're talking about... Um, I just know that we go to Delta Halo. I know that's in what? Two, Uh, three? Three? Halo 2, you don't go to a Halo. It's three. Halo 3, you go to Delta Halo. Halo 3 and Halo 1, so far the only two games where you destroy a Halo. So technically, in in the area that we know of, there are two left. If I'm correct, if there's four. There's either three or four, something like that. Okay. 
So is there anything else we need to know about Halo 1, like I said, to go into Halo 2? We, no. we don't destroy the Halo. Or we don't activate the Halo. We destroy, destroy the Halo, and then we leave by blowing up the Pillar of Autumn. It knocks a chunk of it off. Okay. And it's just left there. What of that is there? Yeah, what's you just left of there is it's just okay. debris. In, you just can't activate In Halo 3, there's a cutscene where it shows the Prophet of Truth activating the Halo rings. You can even see on one of the monitors that a giant red chunk is there okay. showing that it's broken. I noticed that while we were playing today. Okay, going into Halo 2. Halo 2 is regarding... Gameplay of Halo 2. Go gameplay of Halo 2. Okay. We'll get into lore. I wasn't going to go into lore. Halo 2 is regarded as one of the best Halo games. It's pretty damn good. No, it's it actually is. It's pretty damn good. In the Halo... It is the most quotable. See, I think the story is better. No. The story is better. I don't think the gameplay is that much better. It's pretty if damn you take good. two and three from me and put them together, I don't even think they still reach Halo Reach's level. No, I meant better than the Halo 1. No. You can't really beat Halo Reach on gameplay and story. It's really good. No, you can. Uh, but I think Halo 2 has a better story than Halo 1. No, I think Halo 1 kind of goes into it better. Like Halo the 2, the whole thing like about it, a lot. the whole thing about Halo 2 is the fact that you're taking the advance on the Covenant. You're not letting them come to Earth. You're going to them. And one of the most popular scenes in the entirety of the Halo series uh, is Chief, he radios in and goes, permission to leave the ship. And he goes, for what? to give the Covenant back their bomb. They, they basically showed up with a little bitch boy fleet, and then Master Chief was like, I got this. Because they show up to Earth with... Okay, tell me what he does. With the bomb. Our listeners want to know. do? Our listeners want to know what he does with the bomb. He opens the ship, and or opens a hangar in the ship, and just basically sends them back their bomb. He rides the damn bomb... All the way back and then jumps okay, off of so it. Okay, so he gave them Amazon same day shipping. Jumped <laughs> off of it, landed on another Not ship. By I mean, Amazon. that's, Jeff that's kind of badass. That's kind Jeff of a Bezos badass thing to do. Please don't. He'd win. Uh, but the whole thing about Halo 2 is. I just feel like it's not as story driven as the other Halo games are. It's more gameplay driven, which there are some people who would prefer that. But when it comes to the Halo series, I prefer the story. Like, um, in Halo 2, there's a scene where you're going through a tunnel with a warthog, and there's so many enemies, there's no story to be had there. Not at all. You you get one objective, and then basically that entire mission is that objective. Yeah, there is most, no changing games, are, the objective. most like, games are like that. You get the cut scenes or the story. No, but if you go from Halo 1, Halo 1, each mission had four, like, like six objectives, each one. There was it was an insane amount of story to be had there, but with Halo Two, it was defeat this thing, defeat that thing. Those things were a major problem that needed to be taken care of. I like the yeah, fact but it's not much more of a story as it is just kind of a tedious thing. I like the fact that you were able to switch from character to character. That you didn't get just one Master Chief yeah, really, side of it. Really you like also that. got the Covenant side of it with our see, see what their beliefs are, basically to humanize the enemy. The thing about Halo 2 is you don't get story when it comes to Chief. That's not the story anymore. Right. 
as soon as you reach Halo 2, it's all the Arbiter. Arbiter is what gives you the story. Yeah. Gives you what's going on. You got Chief's story in Halo 1, essentially. He's the hero. He's the flagship guy. And, and to the Covenant, he's the demon. Yeah. You get... He's the worst person ever. And we have to go after him. We have to take care of him. Whereas, for a lot of people, uh, blowing up the Halo was the good thing. It was going to wipe out everything. But to them, that was... You just basically blew up everything we believed in. Also... And even Arbiter accepted his fate of being perceived as the worst thing ever because he let their holiest of holies blow up because of this dude. Also, uh, the Arbiter is basically a title given to people who have the worst failures and or called a heretic. So basically, if you stop believing in their religion, they're going to blackmail you and call you the Arbiter. If you allow something like the Halo rings to blow up, you're going to be classified as the Arbiter. You're going to be but very the, important, they, they warped, but you're going to be seen as a heretic. They warped the uh, title of Arbiter, because Arbiter was, like, for their species, the most heralded of people, the most trusted, the most uh, strong. But he was always seen as a heretic, though. No, no, in their, in, just in their part. Because we watched yeah, the terminals. Out of In everything. their part, they were the strongest. He was seen they as a heretic favorite. because of what happened, but because he was the arbiter, he was the voice of truth. He was the voice of the covenant. Yeah, they said they took I've that also and, seen the terminals. And, uh, fucked it up. Even in the cutscene where Arbiter shows, they talk about how the arbiter is always someone who's done wrong, but they basically don't have them. As their true identity. That was after the. Uh, that was after. The that was after the prophets up. took them over. When you watch the one that's uh, about just the story of the arbiters on the Sangheili homeworld, they were the heroes. They were like the uh, almost the Greek heroes, if you will, for the Sangheili, because they would make them go through moments of triumph and uh, moments of defeat. They'd help them get through. And that's essentially what the Arbiter used to be. But it got warped over decades and decades. They were just used as weapons. And my favorite thing about Halo 2 is the story of the Arbiter. By the way. In fact, you get that. By the way, it's Alpha Halo. Alpha Halo? That's the first Halo. Okay. That makes sense. It's the fact that you are able to see the quote-unquote bad guys Mm -hmm. in their views of it. Like I said, it, it humanizes the enemy. It does humanize the enemy. It, gives, it shows that this is what they're fighting for. They're not fighting to eradicate They you. are literally... They're fighting for They're not, man, bad guy. They're like, we believe this will give us salvation. Yeah. And so we're going to fight for our salvation. And these um, people are trying to stop our salvation. Yes. The thing about uh, Halo 2 is it's kind of like what Star Wars does and makes you see that the good guys are technically terrorists. Yes. Now, what I mean by terrorists, since it's a very touchy subject, is they're blowing things up that... That have no... That's not yours. That's not yours. Stay away from it. It's... The Halo Rings, yes, they do quite a lot of evil. But the whole thing about the Covenant is... Most of them did not know that they the don't Halo understand. Rings no. kill everybody. No. no. They, they thought that it kind of preserved it, I believe, is how it goes. They were being told, let's jump in this, activate it, kill everyone we don't like, and then we get to just vibe over here, boys. <laughs> and to, it was always said that uh, if the universe was reset, things would come back. Yeah. So all of them resetting the universe, it would all come back. 
There was no problem with it. What the prophets don't tell everybody is that the humans are the chosen ones. And that they have to be used to literally activate anything. Yes. Yeah. They, the they neglect to tell the anyone. Because, well, I don't believe it's the forerunners. I believe it's the precursors. The precursors, which are now the flood, uh, were the ones that chose the humans. Wasn't it because of our, uh, not because of our, but because of their ability to. The forerunner were out? the original chosen ones to take over after everything. And they became so blinded in their superiority that they were like, fuck yeah, we're the chosen ones, we can do whatever. And the precursors were like, that's a shitty vibe. I'm going to change it over to these guys that are just hanging out and helping everybody. Forerunners were like, fuck you, we'll kill you then. And then they were just like, alright, we're going to be dead for a minute. Alright, we're going to come back and kill everybody. Yeah. That's basically how and, it happened. Uh... You can really see the superiority complex whenever it comes to the didact in Halo 4 mm-hmm. versus, like, the librarian. Yeah. I do believe the librarian becomes evil later on, but for the most part, she's the one who's stopping the Forerunner from completely annihilating everything. Okay. Is that all we need to talk about Halo 2? Y'all ready to Halo 2 on? is Arbiter's side. Arbiter's story. Halo 3 is Chief and Arbiter coming together under one unifying... The prophets and the covenant need to fucking because go. in Halo Two, Arbiter and his people mm-hmm. found out that they were being used, and then they were like, "We're gonna switch over to the brutes real well, quick." Right? The, they switched over to the brutes, and they were like, "Well, we're gonna kill every one of you." Uh, in Halo Three, the big thing about it, I don't really know if it's the fact that they unionized the two. It's the fact that it really shows how much the previous games truly affect the future. Because Halo 2's main story with the Arbor and all that really affects the story of Halo 3. One more thing I want to touch on on Halo 2 is Tartarus. The brute chieftain uh, that's the main brute guy in Halo 2. By the end of it, you realize he doesn't give a shit about the salvation. He doesn't give a shit because he gets told by 343 Guilty Spark... That everything he's believed in is a fucking facade. It's a lie. He but care. he doesn't care. It's the power that he gets because of this false belief. And he's like, I'm not losing this power, so I'm going to put this damn key in. And it ends up, of course, we beat him. But it just shows that some people didn't really care about what the Covenant was saying. They were just like, I'm getting power from this. I'm going to stay over here. Also... I forgot to mention this, and this was a very big part of Halo 2. I'm sorry for going off on another tangent. Whatever. Uh, You meet the first actual hive mind that, well, grave mind that means something. He is the one who grabs Arbor, grabs Chief, and says, "You two are dumbasses. Do this. Stop them." But he also, but he also says that the weapon that he believes and the salvation that Arbor believes is the same. They are the same thing. Different resolution, but they're the same thing, and they're going after the same thing. They just need to unify under what it truly is. And so the Grave Mind sends them two separate ways to go figure out what they really believe. They make... He makes them both question what they think to an extent. Chief is right, 
but to Arbiter, he's right, and they need to know what is true. True. And so, throughout the story, in Halo 3, you truly see them both realize, I mean, you can't see the expression on Chief, but with Arbiter, as the story progresses, you see that he realizes that everything the Covenant stands for is either wrong or kind of strung about. Yeah. And he kind of ponders about everything that he's ever been told, what his title really is. While Halo 3's going on, Cortana is stuck on high charity with the Gravemind that she was left behind on. And he's literally... This is not in the game. This is more in the book that they uh, had written. He's literally questioning whether or not she loves John because she's more human than the yeah, other she, is she has human. emotions she does love John and he's like you have a life expectancy of uh, 7 to 10 years what's John gonna do after that probably just get another AI right. and what are you gonna do if John dies you're literally gonna rot in your own intelligence and while he's doing that he's also flooding her with his ancient knowledge uh, flooding her with emotion and just basically outdoing the capacity of her brain, giving her the logic plague. Yes. The logic plague is what ended up fucking over the forerunner in okay, the ancient what is times. That? The flood can easily eat us and take our knowledge. Can't do that with a robot. So they had the flood had to find a way to infect AI. So what they did was, is when the Forerunner made an AI, because they thought they were going to outsmart it, they took it, it was called Mendicant Bias. And they stuck Mendicant Bias in with the biggest grave mind ever. And they talked for 40 years, back and forth, in a giant debate. And by the end of this debate, the grave mind convinced Mendicant Bias that the Forerunner were in the wrong. They were the chosen ones. Then the precursors changed their minds and said that the humans were the chosen ones. And so when they were no longer the preferred one, they killed them. So they're just being punished for killing what were basically the gods of that world. That is their punishment for their sins. Mendicant Bias was like, yeah, I can see where that checks out. And went on the uh, flood side and opened up everything. They had to make another AI called Offensive Bias that was going back and forth with Mendicant Bias and trying to shut all the things down because all the security doors are open now. So that's what happened to Cortana. Basically, that's what ends up happening to Cortana. But we don't get to know that till 4 because 3, they find her. She's okay. Well, she says fine. she's not really okay. She's not okay. She but said it, there's a problem. You think it's more of, ah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Uh, and then but, before you rise, how much they don't care about the AI. Yeah. But in Halo 3, you don't see how much of Halsey actually did to Cortana. Yeah. In Halo 4, that's whenever what Cortana truly is, is unleashed. She was Forerunner technology. You didn't know that until Halo 4. She, We thought she was influenced with Forerunner technology. We didn't know she straight up just was... What? Forerunner tech. Yeah. So, what did you think of Halo 3? I thought that it was how do I put this? Uh, extremely interesting of how they started manipulating well, did I say that wrong? Manipulating? Manipulating, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we're southern. We're southern, it's a normal thing. 
Yeah, I like the manipulation of yeah, just I different it was people. Extremely interesting in how he also, while he was doing that, he messed with um, Chief and Arbiter. Mm-hmm. While they were going through the game, you'll definitely have to read the book somewhere. Find the, yeah. the book for uh, him manipulating Cortonics. It's such an interesting read. What's it called? Uh, I cannot remember it off the top of my head, but I watched a video on it. And he continues to speak in that poetic, like way that he does and rhyming and stuff. And she actually calls him out on it. And it's it's really cool how she's still trying to be a smartass, the way Cortana is, while she's also being mentally tortured. Because what they do when they do the logic play actually causes them what is conceived for them as physical pain. She's going through what she can conceive as pain. She screams and everything from it. It's pretty fucked up, like, thinking about torturing a computer. Like, that's something we really don't think about uh, in our world. But that also makes you think, what the logic plague is, is making an AI understand that it's not... A living being. Mm-hmm. Now, in the Halo series, they'll refer to themselves as AI and they understand that... Because in Halo 4, another AI that's meant to combat Cortana is made. Don't remember his name, but it's he's like yellow and all that. Is that the dude that looks like he's an old fighter yeah, pilot? Old World War II aviator. His whole purpose was to combat con- uh, Cortana's control of the UNSC. Mm-hmm. He wasn't meant like uh, Minicate Bias and Offensive Bias... But he was meant to kind of protect the UNSC from... Basically, he's the new security. Yeah. Not the real-life copy to fight. Yeah. That is what they're leading to, I think, in Halo Infinite. But we'll get to that. Um, but what he talked about was how he knew that AIs were meant to die and all that. And he was programmed to accept mm-hmm. that he had a certain amount of time to live. And... It's almost as if he started to get the logic plague during uh, Halo 5 because he starts going off about how people weren't treating AIs right. And he says, uh, why are you trying to punish Cortana? It's just an AI that didn't want to die. It's Raquel, Colonel Atkinson's personal AI, uh, known as Smart AI. And then there's Iona. Those aren't the ones I'm talking about. I think Iona is the one from Wars. Uh, probably. Um, but um, one thing that I liked about Halo 4 that really shouldn't have been a side story. Cause okay, that, so we're in Halo 4 now. Yeah, because okay. Halo, Halo 3 Halo three is a short, shorter version. Burst of a story. Yeah, it's the end of what Halo 2 was setting yes. up. They kill the Prophet. Uh, the forward on to Dawn is split in two and Arbiter gets back to Earth and everything's all happy and we win. Except Master Chief is lost in space. Lost in space. And they think he's dead. It's Roland. Roland? Um, Halo 4 for me like I said a side story that should have been the main story for me because the didact thing as crazy as it is I just wasn't that interested in it and it's fucked up that I was not that interested in a forerunner thing. It's yeah. like that's the whole background thing and they're pro- finally bringing it to the forefront. Uh, but my thing that I liked about Halo, Halo 4 is they start humanizing the shit out of Chief. Like a lot. They really start expanding on John. Not Master Chief. John. Yeah. Um, Halo 3, you can tell that they never 
call him John. Chief Cortana calls him John. I think once, once. through but the entire Cortana's game. But Cortana's the only person that's allowed to call him John. At that okay, since we're getting into that, who the hell is Master Chief? John. Don't John get a last name. <laughs> no, but John what? What is John one one seven? Uh, he's a kid who got kidnapped from our his home. I don't know his home world, but he got we kidnapped by Tony. How did his fa- How did his family not know he was gone? They made a clone, and that clone was oh, only they... going to be alive temporarily. So what they do is when they drop a clone, they glass the area. His whole fucking family got glassed. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. kind of fucked up. If you watch the uh, Halo movie that came with the Master Chief Collection... Talking about uh, like where Spartan Lock and all of them came There from. was one story that they... It was an animated film. Yeah. There was one story where a girl... It was about actually them visiting the clone, and she was already degrading, and she was in a wheelchair. And they were like treating her as if she just got some illness or something. And they came to visit her, and they just killed... The family. And it's just like, oh my god, Oni is terrible. Oni is not expanded upon enough. And I cannot express that enough. We need to know so much more about Oni. And uh, I know the books touch it. And I know the series touches it here and there. But I want like a full expansion on Oni. Okay. Before we played Halo 4, which I played it when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I played it with you and our friend. Mm-hmm. Um there was that Forward Unto Dawn uh, movie yeah, that they made. Literally, you don't have to watch it. You don't have to watch it. It was, it was literally good, just the... It was, but it was good. It was cool, but like it didn't do anything. I don't think it's even canon at all. Because some of the things it talks about breaks the universe of... Because uh, they don't show Master Chief's face, which that would be the ultimate way <laughs> to piss fans off. It's literally just like an expansion on the first people to have flown the ship that Chief is on at the end of Halo 3. Yeah. And that's that that's really all it is. It was cool, it was fun, but like Okay. We're on to we're on to bigger things you now. Start Halo 4 and Master Chief is basically floating through space. Yep. And somehow while sleeping all this time, he's got a new armor. And it looks like a fucking inflatable and I hate it. I love his new I armor. It looks like it. actual armor and not just Oh yeah, let me run in with some Russian metal. Plate. Dude, I don't need it to look like a real armor. There are literally aliens that have predator mouth. Yeah, I don't but at least shit. they look like they have some real fucking armor. I don't need it to look real. It's fake. It's fake. I wanted bro. it to look nice though. It's straight up. He looked. It looked all round and puffy, and looked like he was wearing a fucking inflatable vest. I couldn't do it. So I'm so glad they like. I'm glad that for the people that did like it. And for the people that want the OG shit back, they made an amalgam of it in Infinite. Infinite's, so, Infinite's Chief looks so fucking that, nice. That is peak Chief. Okay, we haven't even got to Halo 5 yet. We'll get there, but like, we're, we're all excited I, for that's Halo That's fine, 5. be excited. Uh, but I didn't particularly like the suit, and that's fine if you did, I respect I it. I love the suit. Uh, but somehow he changed suits yeah. in, in a fucking it, sleeping It's pod. so weird, because wasn't he asleep for like six years? I think so. It was a good. It was, chunk it was like of time. four or six years, somewhere around that. It was an even number. It's I know that. <laughs> that's your Alexa. Alexa. No, that's Google. That's Alexa. No, that's Google. Turn, turn it, it off, it whatever it is. I didn't turn it on. No, I haven't even touched it. Well, there's a blooper for you. <laughs> Who? Jackie Geek behind the scenes. There's no way that was Google because that was. Bobby, her. it's saying it's the Echo Dot. 
I don't even know. No, Amazon Mom moved Echo. the Alexa into the living room. No, it's telling me that it's the Echo Dot. I'm looking oh, at right. it right now. Echo as in Amazon? Yeah. No. Echo Dot is Amazon. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, but we don't even have it plugged up in our room anymore. It's in the bathroom. It can hear that... us. Um, okay. So Back to That was Halo. a fucking weird-ass okay. incident. Halo there, hey, time out. No. There's a ghost in there trying to get some bopping music. That wasn't bopping. <laughs> Just give up the wrong shit hey, music. Hey, that was who, One Direction. Who wants to do Sit in Juice later? Oh my god. Fuck off. Anyway, anyway, back to it. What were we saying before that interruption? Halo 4, we were talking about how he changed his armor. With his armor being changed, it's super weird. It, like, fucks up canon almost. Mm, nah, I wouldn't say that. Like, him switching armor... Like, if Cortana had said she had been working on his armor while he was asleep, that... that We don't even know the extent of her abilities, I so... I say, like, you couldn't... Dude, they... Halo 4 begins four years and 141 days after Halo 4. We don't know the extent of her abilities, so really she could have said that and I'd be like, all right, I'm not going to question it. <laughs> Um, I so do know what you're saying. She made new armor and then took him uh, naked. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying in the thing, she just like changed it, like 3D print or some shit. I don't know. It's the future. But she she's fucking, forerunner. But she fucking whatever. took it off of him. No, no, dude. Like, He's still wearing it. She fucking changed it. No questions. See, you're asking questions. <laughs> I said no questions. <laughs> Uh, you don't know how to follow rules. I don't know how to follow rules. It's rule. Fight Club all over again. Don't. Shit. You Speaking of Fight Club. Don't. No, you're not supposed to talk no. about Fight no. Club. No, end it there, did period. You, nope. nope. Did you see Stop. the person who wrote a paper about Shh. Fight Club? Yes, I did. Shush. They wrote a paper Shush. about Stop. Stop, you're still talking about it. You were talking way too long about it. This is why the, this is why the ghosts More take bloopers. You. I'm telling y'all how to pass a theater class in no, you're college. Not. No, you're not. You're talking about a thing you're not supposed to. No, that's that's all I remember was. Bro, you're literally expanding on a thing I read. I know. Goodbye. Oh my god, you read something? I'm sorry. Shit. I'm sorry. Oh my god, okay. you watched something other than Friends? Oh, oh my god. Shit. No oh, more Brooklyn attacking. Nine -Nine. No more attacking. Okay. Shadow. Talk about Halo 4. Well, I was interrupted again. You're going to be interrupted over and over. That's, That's literally this podcast. In Halo 4, Cortana does reference the fact that Chief has a new armor. It's a small little thing at the very beginning of the game. I don't remember what mission it was, but she says, oh, so you changed your armor. What the fuck? Explain. So she acknowledges it, but we just are supposed to pretend it just happened? But that implies ship. He probably got up to piss and he was like, Could have been what? a separate armor on the ship. You know what? And when Dude. he got off the ship, he could have been like, hey. Bro. You know no, because he literally woke up After, in the cryopod. Yeah, I'm really, wearing it. In Halo 4, the whole thing is that he changes armor. As soon as he's off the ship, he's hit the ground running. Immediately fighting. I will, immediately here's the thing. I will fucking accept it if he had got out of the cryopod in the old armor went to another area and just came out in that that's fine games have done that all yeah. all the time yeah but no he got out of the cryopod with his new armor and like that, that that's not what he was wearing i remember mm. i was watching <laughs> um i didn't even blink this whole time this entire time between three and four i have not blinked that whole four years <laughs> that whole four years i was sitting there fucking eye dropping 
He's like, nope. <laughs> nope, they're going to do some shit. <laughs> What's he playing up there? Dinkleberg. He changed the armor. Um, Dinkleberg. It's just, okay. that's why the Didact attacked, is he wanted to fix the plot hole. Okay, so um, the Covenant are not the bad guys in Halo 4. Hey. No, there's they're still very they're much still bad guys. But even in like Halo Five, they are still very much a presence. Halo Five, they're is, still a presence. But I'm saying the forerunner in Halo Five, the Covenant's almost still as much a bad guy. They're not like the Katana. main bad guy anymore. But they yeah, they're haven't not the been, main bad guy. But they haven't been for a minute. When this happens, the forerunner is the bad guy. The forerunner is the bad guy. But it was also at the very beginning the Covenant was the attacker, and they just happened to. It well, they didn't just happen. The whole ship was going that way on purpose. It was meant to go that way. Um, In Halo Four, how it how you first find the Forerunner is you're they're floating through space on the Forerunner to dawn. You start off by opening the door. Chief is walking around. Then you all you see is just gravity start. There's this giant planet-sized ship that opens up like this door and sucks everything in. And Chief is in it. And now he's walking around. He meets the Forerunner. And the Forerunner start attacking yeah. him. <laughs> he meets the Forerunner, a.k.a. the Forerunner just start firing upon him. It's not like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I mean, it kind of is like that, because you, know, you start walking around. And, like, you see, like, these things staring at you a little bit. You, I do know if you just walk past in, like, the first, like, five seconds of it. You don't get shot at. As soon as you walk past that fifth, that fifth step, though, it's game over. Bro, next time I play Halo 4, I'm just be like, Hey, how you doing? My name's John. I'm new in town. How you doing? Oh, God. Is that the first thing you're going to lead with? And new then, just be like, Yo, what's up? How y'all doing? And the problem with Halo 4's Almost? intro is so the fact that it just doesn't add up. Why did nothing at all talk about the giant planet-sized ship just floating around absorbing things? Bro, it's space. Sonar exists. Bro, it's space. Sonar. Space is big! Bro, isn't sonar Isn't sonar sending out a sound and hoping the sound bounces back? There's no sonar in space. Yeah, I don't think you can sonar in space. Technically, you can. I mean, there is sonar in space, but when you're aiming at something you already know is there... In space, if you just shoot sonar out, you could hope that motherfucker bounces it's back. It's mostly gonna miss. That's the whole thing. Like even yeah, but scientists like, will do that. They'll send a sound out in space, wait for it to come. Yeah, back. but there's a chance that they could have just miss this motherfucker. That that happens. That happens a lot. Why didn't the Covenant have something written down about it? Because they're fucking bitches who think that the ring that kills everything doesn't kill everything. The thing they already knew about, they didn't know jack shit about. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. But, uh... And then also... Is it a halo ring? Is it not? They don't explain what the fuck the damn thing is before it gets destroyed. Yeah, it's 3434. Three, they probably made four books on it. They, they literally don't expand on shit in the games. They expand on it in the books. Yeah, that, that was my main problem. Is Four had like seven books that came out expanding on the story. And it's just like, Five had so much fuck? shit that you had to keep up with. Like if you didn't read the books for Four, you had you no, have idea. no idea who really? half of those people are. Fire Team Osiris, like 
if you played ODST, you know who Buck is. You know very well who Buck is. But that's literally. But it. that's it. You lock. You got the show and books. Well, the other two Locke people is you had the acknowledged books. in uh, three and in four. Very slightly. Three is only if you go to the terminals. And in the terminals, say, I didn't see anything about it. And that's only in the Master Chief collection that I believe Locke yeah. is acknowledged in the terminals. In the original game, Locke was not a character. Yeah, but they just. They expect you to just get these books and read. And I get if you're a real fan, go read the books. Yeah. But like, for the casual player, you need to at least have some of it fleshed out five, in the damn five game. Five explains a lot of it and talks about the different. But uh, like four just Star four, Wars does the same thing. Four gave you just questions. At least with Star Wars, they give you questions and answers to the previous questions. Yeah, but it's the same thing with Star Wars. If you only watch the movies. You miss out on so much. You do stuff. miss out, but they still answer questions. Yes. Four answered nothing. They just gave you questions and then wrote books on it. And then the flood are in like two seconds. But I just the wish game. they would They're have still there. I wish they would have expanded on the more trying to humanize John thing in four because they really touched on it. And I like how they ended was talking about she's the only one that didn't see me as a soldier. She saw me as John. And I was like, fuck, I, I'm seeing this connection more and more with him and Cortana, like, every step of the way. And in Halo 5, uh, Here we go. one of his one of his uh, fellow Spartans walks up to him and says, are you doing this because you need to, or are you doing this because you want to? They re- they expanded a good bit on John in 5, but I just wish they would have done it a little more in 4. 4, four just felt like a mid-tier game. If you didn't like the story of Halo 4, but you enjoyed the gameplay, Halo 5 is... I did not... The gameplay for 4 was good compared to Halo 1 through 3, just because it's a newer game. You can do more stuff. Story-wise... Story-wise, you just can't... Like, you can't compare it to what the original Like I said, after all the Halo games we had had... And then there's such a gap. You felt you would think they'd come back with that fire, with that inspiration to like try to do something new. And it just felt like they took zero chances. They made an idea, but then they didn't expand upon it. And it was just such a mid-tier story. What I what it feels like with Halo Four and with Halo Two, you can sort of feel this where they're not diving in. They're putting their toes in the water, feeling around a little bit, seeing what's there. Halo 2 was that, but as soon as they went through half the game, full right on in. They dove into that water. But as soon as you reach Halo 4, it's not until the very last mission where they put the foot in. But they don't even 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 put the whole foot in. They just tap the tip of the water because like the didact fight was not a fight. It was a damn cutscene, dude. You didn't even get to battle. And then in Halo 5... As soon as Halo 4 did well, whenever it came to purchases, they dove full on in. Bro, Halo 5 straight up opens up with action scenes. Yeah. Like, the opening cutscene is Fartim Osiris running down a mountain while there's an avalanche. It's pretty fucking badass. Halo 5, a lot of people talk shit about it just because it's an expansion to Halo 4. That Most but people hate Halo 4. That's okay to me because, like I said, 2 and 3, to me, are the same damn game. Yes. They just had to sell it as a two-parter. For, but if 5 is accepted as the continuation of 4, then fuck yeah, I accept that. Story-wise, I'm kind of still wishy-washy on the lock thing, but, like, 
I get why they okay. needed to do it. It was give a, me what the Spartan Lock. What's the point of that? Spartan Lock was an ex agent from Oni, and kind of like Noble Six. That was kind of uh, their whole thing of giving relation to him. It's because in Halo Reach, Carter says, "We saw your file from Oni." That lone wolf shit stays behind in Halo Five. It's almost the exact same damn thing at the beginning. Is we read your file about Oni? No more of that shit. You're a Spartan now. And Spartan Locke, he comes into it a full-blown leader. He doesn't, like, test the waters or anything. No, he, he just fucking guns He's just like, through. we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we got to do this, and then they fucking execute but, it. Okay, well, tell us what happened at the end of 4 so we know what leads into five. At 4, Cortana kills the Didact, and it's stupid. Because it how stupid. can a Cortana... man? How can an AI manifest a physical being to attack a god? Because <laughs> she's secretly a god. A literal god. Not like a, oh, I'm joking around, this is a god. No, he has godlike abilities. He, okay, but godlike he, abilities doesn't make you a god. They were. It's a robot. They're futuristic people. It's not. Actually, it's not even a robot. It's not even a physical being. Because that's the difference between an AI and a robot. Oh, that's not the only difference, but. He was a living biological being, being attacked and she by was a computer that was not, not physical. physical. <laughs> and be, I assume, like I said, this is the reason I, they should have just said that she changed the armor. Because we don't know the extent of her power, obviously. Yeah. She can manifest a physical form and beat the shit out of the didact. Uh, a fan theory I want to believe, but I know it's not true, is that Chief hallucinated that Cortana killed him and that he actually went to like a blind rage and killed the didact. But how okay, she, that makes more sense. Okay, but how is she in a physical form now? Because she is fucking physical now. No, she doesn't have a physical form now. It's her uh, using different technology. Like uh, how way uh, Projector does it. You think she so? Because actually... she touched John. No, it's basically kind of just the, oh, look. Yeah, but he that. reacted to the touch. Yeah, but... Because yeah. you wouldn't... If if a fake thing did that, yeah, but you, you wouldn't have do to anything. remember, that's the only person he's ever loved. I get that, yeah. but if something fake did this to me, I wouldn't move. No, it, but if something even yeah, but was real, slightly, I'd turn my head slightly. You're no, not mentally this. like him, though. It's hard to say I this it. can't happen, but the kind I of mental state he's in, he's going to react to anything. I get so, it, but like, I just feel like that would be a instinctual reaction to something touching you. So Cortana beats the bad guy. Yes. And then what happens to make it fight? She becomes the next quote-unquote didact, because the didact was not the name of the person, it was the title. It was basically the savior of the universe. We're going to make sure there's no more pain, no suffering, no nothing, a perfect utopia. Whole logic plague, boy. And that's what Cortana did. She took over the role as I'm the leader of the Forerunner. They listen to me. So, during Halo 5, there's a character named the Warden. His whole goal is to protect Cortana. And as soon as Chief gets near Cortana, the Warden shows up, gets super pissed, and tries to kill you. But Cortana, Cortana goes, always stops it. Cortana goes full beast mode on fucking Warden and beats the shit out of him and kills him. Kills him, quote-unquote. There's billions of his body. He can come back anytime. But she saves Chief. And she's trying to do like what the hot what the grave mind did to her and convince him that she is right. But he knows what that kind of thing is and knows that 
I just can save her. I can change her mind. And I can the, make her better. And on the other side, Locke and his team are basically taking it as Cortana's a super weapon. And the best chance we've got is Chief, who is now trying to go to the super weapon, and we can't let that happen. Yeah. We uh, can't let him go out there. That's going to kill him. What? All right, so the first half of the game is Spartan Locke going after Chief. Because Chief went AWOL, which he technically didn't technically did, if you go off of the definition of what AWOL if is. If he was told not to go, and then he just disappears and goes. Yeah, but it's different from going AWOL, where AWOL is absent without something. I can't remember what it Absent without leave. But uh, his whole thing is that he told them that he wanted to do this. But if they say no, then he was not given permission. That's AWOL. But Locke did the exact same thing. He does that throughout the entire game. Chief gets pardoned because they've realized that Chief had a reason to do it. He had, he had a chance of saving her. He didn't want to... They thought he just wanted Cortana back. He wanted to full-on save her, save the galaxy. Just be the savior. And Locke, throughout half the game, is trying to stop him. He doesn't know what Chief's intentions are. He's just following orders. He just and knows, it doesn't matter. He just knows that funny, Chief's gone and trying to do shit, and we need Chief back. We need Chief. And the funniest damn part of that game is watching uh, Osiris all run at Chief, and then Chief beats the shit out of all Chief of them. Chief just like, do you know who I fucking am? Because there's a scene. It shows uh, Locke start like, fist-fighting Chief. And one, Locke is not as strong as Chief, but he's... They're both really skilled, so they can dodge and throw a punch. They underestimated Green Boy. And what happened was, Locke said, there's no way we can beat him in a fair fight. So they brought something to lock up his armor, and he had it on his tool belt. Chief grabs it and throws it on Locke to stop him and then runs away. And that's when they realized that Chief wasn't trying to kill anybody, but they're but he's trying to save somebody because he would have so, killed Locke. So was it like an EMP type thing? Yes and no, because each armor had its own like little system where if it was in critical condition, it would lock up. Chief, he basically. Are you a Yoshi? Yes, Locke. I'm a green fucking dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's but all I can think about when I called him a green boy. It's funny, because you just see Locke, he runs at Chief and goes to punch him. Chief kind of just does this stereotypical dodge, and then just starts beating the shot of Locke, and it's so fucking funny. And then you see Buck over there just, like, in awe of how bad his leader's getting demolished. I think Buck should have went and fought Chief. That'd oh my god, Nathan Fillion would have got murdered. He would have been the only one. Great. He's a character in that. But he would have got straight. He'd murdered. have been the only one to be able to actually fight Chief, though. He wouldn't have been up to par, though. He wouldn't have been up to par, but he'd be better than Locke. <laughs> yeah, but like, fuck. Like, it's not the hard most to experienced one in the group is the one that does the least. Yeah, they underutilized Buck, like, bad. Imagine if Buck was the leader. That would have been Lord. insane. Hard. Blue team would have been tracked down much faster. Oh, they God, wouldn't yeah. have been, you know, stopped. Buck would have known what he was looking for. Locke was just kind so, of stumbling along. Yeah. Uh, Chief wasn't by himself then. No, he was with he Blue had Team. Blue Team. That's his reach team. The one he basically trained with. The one he grew up with. Yeah. 
in Halo 4, there's a cutscene of where it shows all the kids there and, like, all of them there. And they're all designated by, like, this own little quadrant and all that. He's in with Blue Team. Okay. So, so if they're you actually, kicking their ass. If you read The Fall of Reach, he's with Blue Team on Reach when everything goes down, when everything hits the fucking fan. And I they all actually, the I might actually read the book to return to Reach. I might actually get and read that book. It's pretty fucking good. It's different because, like, the book with the Fall of Reach is also really good. With the game of Reach, it kind of like slowly, you can see the Covenants there, and they got to investigate, and it gets worse and worse. With the Fall of Reach, the Covenant is just kind of like, we're here, and it's like, oh fuck! It's like the <laughs> ultimate invasion because I'm the history person. Oh no! <laughs> That's kind of like what Germany did. Just. One day you're fine. One day you're stomped. You're gone. One day you're That's what the Covenant did. <laughs> they blitzed Reach in the books. But in the games, it was kind of like a con. They act. kind of knew about it, but it, they didn't know to the extent of how bad it was. Okay. With Reach, you can stop that kind of invasion much easier than just, we're here, you're not prepared. We're, we're here, killing. we're queer, get used to it. But in <laughs> the game, it's just... We're going to be sneaky. It's easier to stop that kind of invasion because you can stop it right there. Just drop a bomb, kill them all. Yeah. Okay, we went over the lore. Let's go over gameplay. Gameplay? Halo 1, surprisingly, when it comes to gameplay, is still one of my favorites of Halos. Bro, Halo 3 was fucking lit back in the day. Halo 5 is my favorite playing Halo. All the guns have sights, which is something I'd wish for. I hated the fucking whenever you have a soul rifle and it does the visor vision. Yeah. I hate that. That is the dumbest shit I've Gameplay ever seen. Gameplay-wise, I've had my best memories playing Infected Halo Reach. I've had my best Halo memories out of that shit because some of the wackiest shit can come from some dude diving at you with a damn energy sword. No. I've literally been in lobbies with some people where we're just hiding and I teabag the dude and then he teabags back and then we do like a Simon Says kind of thing and we just like copy each other. It's uh, so fucking funny. Okay, so I've played less than you. I've played Reach 1, 2, 3, and 4. I've played all of them. How I've... many have you played? I've played basically how I got introduced to Halo was that I had a friend, Jackson, and I went over to his house, and I've heard of Halo, but I never played it until I went to his house. What was your first one? And my first one, I'm pretty sure, was Reach? That was the first Was it when out. Reach first came out? No. Dude, they were... I think. They were just vibing boys back then. No, I played Reach when it first came out. My first one was Reach. Either that, or... Halo 2 or 3, maybe. Maybe even 1. But, um, I played most of Reach, a bit of 1. I know how 2 plays out. 3 I've played, we just played today. It. And then 4, it's. 4 is just an addition. Like,. It's that one that's kind of there, I guess. Yeah. My, and I never really knew about it, but I knew bits and pieces about it. And yeah. I kind of could put it all together. Um, with the different Halo games, it's kind of hard to talk about which one plays the best because each one wants it to be different. Halo yeah, 3 very, and Halo 2 do not play the same. No, they they're don't. very unique in their own way. Halo 
I mean, those are the most similar of all of the Halo games when it comes to how they play, because Halo 3 to 4 is such a drastic difference. Yeah. Each one has something that I like. Like, I like Reach with the uh, armor abilities. I like some of the Reach guns. I like some of the Halo 3 guns. Um, some of the HUDs I prefer over others. I really like the Halo 3 HUD. Some people may disagree and like other HUDs. Uh... I like some of the map layouts uh, from Halo 1. It just really depends, and for me, it's just every one of them had something great to I have offer. to defer a little bit right there. Mm -hmm. I do not like the maps in Halo 1. I don't think... Like, I understand it came out on the original Xbox back mm -hmm. in 2001. You don't have much to work with, because mm -hmm. games were just a few megabytes back yeah. then. And now we're up in the hundreds of gigabytes. Mm -hmm. uh, Thanks, Modern Warfare. Motherfucking Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, but the maps just don't feel like that they're fleshed out to what they could be. Because some of the maps in the campaign, and I understand the campaign takes up 99% of the room of that game. But the multiplayer just doesn't feel like it's tendered to. And Halo 2 kind of expands on that. And still one of my favorite maps in all of Halo is Blood Gulch from Halo 2. But also you got to realize there wasn't even Xbox Live for Halo 1. You had to go to your friend's house and have like a, a LAN party. Yeah. So really you were having an even smaller screen. And it was just the experience, really. So you have to take that into consideration as well. I think Halo 2 came out at the prime time. Yeah, Halo 2 really did. And I think that's why it's beloved so much, because it just came out at the right time. Uh, I feel like that's why Halo 4 also isn't liked as much, is because it came out at the worst time it could. It was the Xbox the, One, when it first came out, was a shit launch. Yeah. The Halo, Halo 4 came out in the time where internet gaming was starting to get to a toxic level, mm -hmm. and anyone who's played the multiplayer knows how toxic it is. Halo 5 came out at the time where toxicity on gaming started to die down. Halo 5 is one of the least toxic multiplayer online shooters I've ever played. Bro, okay. 2012 through 2015 was violent-ass gaming. Okay, <laughs> since you brought it up, multiplayer. You haven't played the multiplayer for Halo. I have. Which one? I played Infected on Reach. That's, like that's it. it. Um, I mean, I played on Halo 4 I, multiplayer, but I suck in multiplayer in Halo. Big Team Battle was fun for um, uh, a couple of them. I feel like Big Team Battle was kind of not needed. Now, I thought it was fun. I thought the scale of it was fun. Warzone Firefight for uh, Halo was amazing. Warzone Firefight is one of my favorite game modes, and in Halo 5 they changed it. It's no longer the you're fighting in a giant arena. And I know that's Big Team Battle. Yeah. Uh, Big Team Battle was basically Warzone Firefight, Before. but the teams were a wee bit smaller. I believe Warzone Firefight was even bigger. And in Halo 5, what it is, is there's these areas you need to conquer. It's like a, uh, it's like domination, but mm -hmm. it's Big Team Battle. I'm I'm the most like infected kind of guy for... I love Infected. Infected likes the best... Uh, game mode for me. I'm not great at sniping, and like just about everybody fucking snipes in any other game mode. Yeah. Halo Five is not big with sniping. So no, I'm, no, it's Damn. not. But uh, I like the classic infected with the energy sword yeah. and all that. And I liked the Halo. visual change for the Halo Four. Halo Four's infected 
while I don't think its experience was as good as Halo Reach, when it comes to visually, watching the flood run at you with a giant stick sword on their arm was terrifying about yeah. shit myself. I liked that they it. changed your character to look like a flood, because that makes sense. You're yeah. infected. What I did not like was they changed the armor abilities too much. I think they should have just left it the way it was. I liked being able to just run really fast, and now you've got like they didn't just have just run on there for uh, Halo you know, Four. You had an actual sprint, but it you was like armor ability. But it was like I didn't like the dashing and shit that they made you do. There was like this rocket dash oh. thing. I fucking hated that with a passion because it's just it was too much. It, if it had just boosted you a little bit as like a almost like a jump, like uh, if you had jumped and then dashed down and got somebody, that's fine. But it, it had too much power behind it. No, it would knock me off. Things. What the thing was that uh, there was a big glitch back when Halo Four came out with that ability. If you go play it now, that ability has been toned down. Mm-hmm. It no longer has the fucking. You start from like say you're on a football field. You start from the first end zone. You end up at the second end Dude, zone. Dude, literally, I'd hit it, and it would be like when you. Uh, charge your sword up and see if thieves on a ship and go through the water yeah. yes, it fucking shot me I remember it was so hard and the maps in Halo 4 have some of my favorite feels because they feel like a multiplayer map Halo Reach relied too much on the this seems like it was just player built and it wasn't you know actual battlegrounds yeah and Halo Reach it's multiplayer, while revered as one of the best Halos. I mean, I prefer Halo Reach out of every single Halo game. Uh, it's just, the multiplayer for me, I didn't get the feel that everyone said it had. Um, I didn't get the whole, you're actually fighting someone on ground-to-ground battle. It was a, this is a player-built structure in, like, Forge, and then you, you're just dicking around. Yeah. Um, do you believe that they should... Put a price tag, of course, to get it, but do you think they should add Halo 5 to uh, Master Chief Collection? Honestly, no. No? I don't. Really? And this, and do realize I did buy Halo 5. This isn't me saying it because I've purchased it. I do not care that I've already purchased it. I'd be perfectly fine if they were to port it, if it was of money reasons. But the reason why I don't think Halo 5 should be ported to the Master Chief Collection is. Halo 3 ODST expands on some of the Master Chief story. Yeah. And Halo 5 just doesn't feel like a Master Chief story. I get that, but like, even Reach isn't a Master Chief story and they put that on there. I think That's the, just because it was requested. I though. think, yeah, but I think MCC should really just be the Halo hub. You should be able to get that and then for a full game price when Infinite comes out put Infinite on there and just have it on one now, place. if they do that, I would be perfectly fine if they release the future Halo games on there. Yeah, and just have like a Halo five. launch. Yes, but if you're not going to add the later ones, don't put Halo 5 on there. I'm a, I, I feel like that's what games need to do. Just make just a, launcher. a launcher. I think Call of Duty PC should do that. PC perfected the formula of how to launch a game as soon as like the Rockstar Games launcher came out. The Epic Games launcher. Yeah. Steam. I think Xbox. Activision... Xbox and PlayStation, just console period, needs to start doing that. I think it's a better way to run it. It It would be better. It's much easier to run a game on a launcher than it is to run a game with its servers and all that. Get get a launcher, and then be able to take off and re-add games as you wish. Well, I like the fact on the Master Chief Collection you can uh, 
play a game mode on different maps. Yeah. From Imagine a Call of that. Duty uh, thing like the MCC. Imagine Modern Warfare, you but just... you can go back and play like Hotel. Yes! That's what the fuck I'm talking about! Literally. But with the Master Chief Collection, the only problem I have is that with each game you change how it plays. Yes. And that's something I do not like, but I do understand... It's not that I don't like it, actually, but... It's but super hard to go from one game that you have so much mobility and all that to just, I'm walking around with a pistol and yes. that's it. Here's it's like playing Doom versus yes, playing New Doom. Yes, but you can filter out different uh, ones. Yeah. You can make the way you, you can play from this one game. If you only play from one game, you only fight people from that one game. It's yeah. not like it puts you in a server with what I would like. if it did that, I'd be fine with it. I'd Call just of, filter. If Call of Duty did it, I'd like for them to have like a... Uh, version that's for like stuff like Advanced Warfare for Black Ops 4 shit like yeah. that and then also a version that they call Classic COD because that's essentially what they dubbed Advanced Warfare, yeah, did, Advanced that. Warfare did that yeah but do that for all of it like an MCC setup and then you can play your favorite maps as Classic COD or as a boost jumpy with abilities if that's what you prefer I think that would be perfect for Call that would be of Duty I think that would awesome. be perfect but uh, now we're talking uh, about COD Activision yeah. hit us up we could be your next uh, multi-billion dollars. And or Microsoft. Or Microsoft. I mean, Bill Gates, I know Yo. You, Bill Gates, I know you stepped down, but like, we can be friends Bro. on Facebook, right? Phil Spencer. Phil Come Spencer, on. my boy. Hit me up. I mean, we're Xbox all the way. I mean, also, Xbox family. Sony, I will accept you if you hit me up. Sony, but I don't. Sony, I don't know your current chairman. You keep ch fucking changing it. Bill but, Spencer, what up? <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, Xbox, we have four of your Xbox Ones. And guess what? When Series X comes out, we're getting that one, too. Reggie, I know you don't so work I'm for on. Nintendo, but I kind of just want to meet you. So, Reggie, you're invited. Yes, we have all, <laughs> we have all the Switches, too. Those are our two main Yeah, but things. he doesn't work for Nintendo, but he's still invited because he's cool. <laughs> he's Doug, cool. you're not allowed. Doug... <laughs> Fuck you. What's wrong with Doug? Doug Bowser's a bitch. <laughs> what did he do? He's a bitch. That's All what right. he, he was born a bitch. Back on to Halo. <laughs> okay, uh, to Halo bitch. Infinite. What do you want for Halo Infinite? Halo yes. Infinite. I, I want it to be the ending of Halo. Uh, really? I want it to be the very last Halo. I mean, This yeah. game has gone on... This series has gone on too yeah. long, and I feel like it's... Be, after Infinite, it's going to feel like a marketing thing. Do you know what this... Halo 4 didn't feel like a game. It felt like a marketing after, option. After hearing everything, I agree with Sean. I think yeah. Infinite should be the ending. But I don't want it to be like the fucking Spider-Man series and have like 50 fucking movies slash games yeah. about them. I want it to be the ending. Yeah. I don't want it to go on forever. Here's the thing. I just... I would love it if that would be the end. I want them to give us everything we've been promised previously, though. Like, there's been so many times we've been promised, oh, this is the Halo game where we're going to have boats, and there's going to be, like, underwater shit. George. And it doesn't <laughs> fucking happen. He comes I want this one to have fucking underwater shit. You know I want this one to have subs and you, boats and shit. You know what would make me cry? You just like the ocean. <laughs> no, but, like, they've always promised that. Even Halo 1 had concepts for boats. The thing in Halo Reach is watching George die. That's the saddest thing for me. But the next the something that would be even worse is if in Halo Infinite the flood comes back and a flood George runs at you. I would legitimately turn off the game and never would play it again. <laughs> I would cry to my, I would legitimately die inside as a person. What got me is in the trailer 
when uh, you found the little code that was encrypted in the video and then played the link and then you hear Cortana's voice saying that's me but it's different what is this I think they're straight up making the prophecy of mendicant and offensive bias happen again yeah. they made a new Cortana to take out the bad Cortana damn that's gonna hurt damn that's gonna hurt bad um but what happens when this new uh, Cortana gets the logic plague they don't because they wipe the flood this time Okay, so you have to wipe the flood, otherwise you have to continue the series. Yeah. So you have uh, Halo Infinite coming out later this year. It's this Holiday year, twenty twenty, hopefully. For, uh, as long as things keep going the way they are. Yeah. Um, I see you, it's, Rona. It's as long as the Backstreet Boys tour doesn't keep going. Um, yeah. It's supposed to come out with the Series X. Um, it's going to be a Series X and Xbox One, bro. So you're going to be able to play it on both, bro. Does that mean? That Halo Infinite, at its base, is going to come with ray tracing. I doubt it. It's going to play on the Xbox One, so I no, really no, doubt no. it. If Halo Infinite comes out with ray tracing, because ray tracing, what broke the original Xbox was Minecraft doing ray tracing. The difference between Minecraft ray tracing and a genuine, full-on, fleshed-out game with ray tracing is they have objects that calculate it instantly, already programmed into the game. Minecraft was trying to port it into the game. That's not something you can do. You have to build it into the game. Which they've now done and are ready to release it with the Series X. Because if you go look at what ray tracing and mods for Minecraft look like against what they're trying to release, Dude, I it looks so different. I literally watched a video today uh, about ray tracing on Minecraft. But it changes the textures and everything. With ray tracing... If it's built into the game properly, you have the objects already calculated where it's going to go, it's fine. Yeah, but they're going to run on the Xbox One. There's no. games on there with ray tracing. Here's the thing. Sea of Thieves has they're, ray tracing. All they're going to really? yeah. do is give you a downgraded version, which is fine. Yeah. But, like, for the higher. You're going to accept a downgraded version of a game? That's, just, they've been doing that for years. Did you not dude. see Black Ops 3 on the I fucking know, 360? God, it was horrible. ass. They shouldn't have done that, though. There Advanced were people, Warfare on 360. There were people in the 360 that still wanted I, I to play it. Black Ops 3 360. They've been doing that for years already. Guess what? When you play stuff on that, it's not in 4K. Oh, I know. But if I got an Xbox One X, I'd be running that shit in 4K. If I get the Series X, it's going to be running in 4K, but you can still play that same game in 1080p. They've already been doing it. So yes, I will accept it, a downgraded version for the people that have not forked out the money. If you fork out the money and get the game, that's the thing. Cool, is, but if you don't, I still want you to be able to play it. That's the thing about Xbox is they're always going to be thinking about people who won't spend the money. Sony banks on people spending the money. Once the PS5 comes out, there will be a year of PS4 games and then no more ever. Yeah. Oh shit! My friend just bought a PS4. Really? That's so yeah. stupid. Oh no, she's going to. She just don't. bought an Xbox. Tell her don't. I Literally, the PS5's about to come out. Yeah, PS5's come out later. I tried, but she doesn't listen to me anymore. Well, that's fine. But I'm okay with it because of the way Xbox does. They let you have the ability to play it, but if you fork out the money, they give you the ability to upgrade the experience. Yeah. So if Infinite comes out with ray tracing which they should and I think they will just because that's the new thing but that they're toting is ray, ray tracing. tracing isn't new though it's, it's not new lot. tech it's, new to console. it's not new tech but it is the new thing that console 
is pushing is we have full ray tracing now. It's the fact that the whole thing of why they're pushing ray tracing is the fact that you can do more visually with ray tracing. You can allow depth. It's going ray to isn't suck just you more into the atmosphere. And why they're pushing it so much for, say, a new Halo game is with Halo 3, you see how bulky Chief's armor yes. is? It looks... I'm sorry if this pisses anyone it's off. Pixelated. It looks stupid with how bulky it is. It yes. doesn't look like actual armor. It looks like a fucking balloon strapped to someone's chest. Yeah. And there are people who prefer that armor. Good on you. But say there's ray tracing in Halo 3, proper ray tracing, you know how good that armor would look on him? Yeah. It would have the curves and everything. It would be It wouldn't fitting. just look flat and stuff. Even old games can get ray tracing and it helps it. Yeah. I've seen Metal Gear Solid 4, a game that's old as shit now, look almost brand fucking new just because ray Theft, tracing. Grand Theft Auto 5, someone put a mod of full scale ray tracing. Game looks like it came out yesterday. Really? It's just it Damn. it just because of you don't understand how much lighting changes the atmosphere of something until you do it. And so if Halo 5 puts not Halo 5, Halo, Halo Infinite puts ray tracing full on scale. It's just going to suck you in. It's going to look so great. Each individual part of a ship will be outlined perfectly. Every blade of grass is going to have its own independent shadow. And each independent movement, not just how in Halo Reach, it's just one giant, bulky, broken, like piece of grass. And you know how when like certain things will like fall and die, uh, fall and die, there's still like just a full shadow yeah. hanging on there. No, it's going to be the shape of where the light is compared to where they are laying down. Yeah. Okay, Halo as a whole, what do you think? It's one of my favorite series. I will. As long, if Halo Infinite is not the last game, I will still support the future Halo games. I'm just a fan. It's just an interesting sci-fi story. It is one of the most interesting stories I've seen in a while. I mean, I've been a Halo fan almost my entire life, ever since I've known about it. But it's time to wrap up. Time to wrap it up. Next one, what do you think? I think I loved... Honestly, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I learned more about Halo than I've I've learned I've known about it for like since maybe even elementary school, and I've learned more about it now from there. To <laughs> because I really wasn't into Halo. I never got it. I never was into it. But I did play it a little bit, and no, and learning more about it now. I have full support of it. That like I learned so much story stuff, lore stuff. Not really into the multiplayer stuff, but like I did m about multiplayer. I did mostly enjoy Halo Four, but Halo Five was also pretty fun. And then Reach was Reach. See, you can't really describe that. For me, it was Crip. Grew up with Halo. Yeah, I didn't play. I got it. an Xbox back when it came out. I didn't play it. But on the same thing, I didn't play Call of Duty. And then I was just like, hey, come on. And come on. <laughs> for this, we decided for our first gaming podcast, we would do Halo. Yeah. I so, can't wait to our COD podcast. So we just. Our podcast. We're going to do more than one. I'm going to um, go crazy on that. But one. we uh, decided we were going to play Halo, and I was like, okay, I'll play Halo. Crip loves this game. I'll play it's it, fun. and we'll talk about it. Um. Reach was my favorite. 
Yeah. Um, it was one. it was the better story. It was the better gameplay of any of the ones you that I played. You had to see the literal beginning. It's the it's the prequels. It's the prequels. <laughs> um, but I got into it through that. Um, Halo Infinite. I'll probably play it. I kind of I haven't played Halo Five. We'll this have to replay. Want to play Halo? We'll 5. have to replay four to get a refresher, and then play five. I kind of want to play four and five. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, your boy over here streamed Halo 5 at Mixer.com slash Darth Shadow X. Let's get that plug. Let's go. You want a plug? Do you stream? It's one. I do stream. <laughs> What's your stream? I am... Mixer.com slash Barracuda X1. Mixer.com slash Barracuda X1, but instead of the second A, it's an I. Okay. He spelled Barracuda wrong. That's alright. Oh. That's okay. But That's okay. I was, I was, I was young and stupid. Hey, so it happens. It happens. That is literally not the worst I gamer tag okay. I've ever seen. Crip, Halo. I grew, go. I grew up with it from being like fucking almost a teenager to basically now as an adult married, and it just, I, I loved seeing. Every iteration of the story just expanding. Like I said, to me, it's almost a necessity in the sci-fi world at this point. Uh, it's a fun military and science fiction story. I love the ancient lore of the Forerunner, uh, and then how it expands and breaks down slowly. And then we're finally at a point where we can almost completely understand them. Um, it, it's just really cool because. When you play the first Halo game, you really just don't understand the overarching story that's about to unfold right in yeah. front of your face. It's just kind of a shoot and go, shoot and go. And it just took off into something that I, nobody, I really think, would have expected. Okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Well, no, I'm not going to say this week because we, we got, got a lot of podcasting coming, um, boys. I think this is going to wrap us up. I think it's going to wrap us up for this Jack and Geek Gaming episode. And uh, I know you're sick of hearing this, guys, but I know not all of you are following us on Instagram. And that Instagram <laughs> is Jack underscore and Geek Pod. And you better be fucking following us. I swear to God. And you should hit us up on our. Uh, I see email. you, Billy. I see you, Billy, not following us on fucking Instagram. Hit us up on our email, Jack and Geek Podcast at gmail.com. And make sure to ask about Shadow Cousins. He might guest star more the more you ask about him. The more you ask about him. <laughs> and look, we're trying to get a book club out, guys. We're trying. We're trying, but. Damn, these books are long. Damn, these books. No, 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 no. Not just book. Damn, these books. Look, are fucking. Y'all know we're trying to read a series, and the series I gets have, bigger. I have the attention span of a fucking goldfish. If it's not flashy lights and explosions, I get bored. And wizardry is not holding it up for him right now. No. So we have to. So we did move to a different book. It's just taking a little while we, for us to get that I book promise, done. I promise we'll get there. We will get that book and done that's a in the next year's promise. two weeks. Stop saying Skiers Promise and stop giving people a day. I'm going to give you a deadline. We're doing two weeks from today. Y'all, that was supposed to be done two months ago. I know. I know. Hey, hey. I'm going to disappoint you real hard. Oh, God. (laughs) We're going to get to the book club as soon as possible. Two weeks from now, (laughs) I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am going to start reading the book. Just to let you know. <laughs> I need a copy. I don't have a copy. You don't have a copy? We'll no. get you a copy. Um, uh, we still ain't told you what the book is. So ha ha! Ha ha! 
<laughs> Get fucked. Okay. Um, so we're, we're, we're getting too drunk. We got to go. We're going to wrap this up. Um, we will see you on our next podcast. Um, it might be another gaming podcast. Uh, it might be a uh, book club. It might be I'll, whatever. I'll, I'll do another be. gaming reference real quick. It's like the GTA Lucky Wheel. You never know what the fuck you're going to get, but you might get the damn and it's car. It's always like a also, 5% chance to get something good. You also, might get bitch, the car. Stop bringing up Sin and Juice. <laughs> never. We're going to do Sin and Juice. Stop bringing it up. Guys, do it. guys, guys, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. E. Bye.